Cornucopia Radio presents It's a city on the moon It's a town with the nicest of people It's a village with love in its heart And it's a hamlet without a hope in hell Ladies and gentlemen Welcome to Budley So, the Nomageddon Prevention Society have set up our base in this abandoned building that used to be Woolworth's. We've spent a fortune in making it a highly sophisticated lair, with all the latest gnome-busting computerised equipment. But we're still losing the battle against them. No matter how many of the gnomes we take out, more and more take their place. Mother... I don't know why you have to keep recapping everything all the time. It's not as if we're on some radio comedy show that we want people to listen to, is it? Sarge, look at this. I've managed to locate that gnome we put the tracking device on. He's heading for the Simon Cowell Council estate. He's going in one direction. Hang on. He seems to be stopping at that statue. It's a leaning statue of Susan Boyle. Switch to street cam. There. That's disgusting. Look what he's doing to her foot. Frisky little thing. No wonder the poor woman's got ingrained toenails. There's thousands of them. Surely somebody knows something. Look, there's a van. Two men unloading boxes of gnomes. Daniel, zoom in on the passenger side. It can't be. Who is it, son? It's Micmac. Micmac? I thought he was still in prison. Oh, no. He's been out for about three weeks. I saw his mum in the shops. Troubled woman. She has a real battle to keep her false teeth in her mouth when she moves her lips. They came out last Wednesday when she was sucking a fisherman's friend. Gerald, I think he was called. So if there's been an increase in gnomes since Micmac has been out of prison, maybe he is connected to it all. I've put my red beret on it. We need to start Operation Catch Micmac. Ooh, what does that entail? I love cryptic clues. We go to the Simon Cowell Council Estate tonight. We capture Micmac and do whatever is necessary to get the information we need. Do you think you'll spill the beans? Oh yes, because everybody knows. Mickey Mickey Leaks! So, let me get this right, Mr. Galar. You want to borrow five million pounds from the Budley Bank? Yeah, that's right. And you are an unemployed actor living in a Mrs. Patel's garden. Wheelie bin, but it's only temporary, and not every second Friday because they get emptied. To borrow that kind of money, Mr. Galar, you would need a very strong business plan. I've got one. Hang on. Here it is. This is on the back of a beer mat. Many a brilliant idea has been written on the back of a beer mat, plus most of the Hollyoaks scripts. There's a boat, a blob, and a matchstick man with a bad mullet. Right, that's me. That blob is Australia, and the bout is the Titanic Mag 2. <laughs> Where's the yellow brick road, eh? <laughs> I don't think you're taking this seriously. My career depends on this. Five million for your career? Yeah, a bagging. You know I can get pats in all the Aussie Souths. There's a shortage of actors out there. That's why you see the same actors on all the different shows. They were screwed when Skippy died, you know. Well, I'm sure the authorities could organise a one-way ticket back to Australia for you. I know they're keen to get you to leave. Nah, 
I want to live in Badley and work in Australia and the UK. I just need a shorter commute. Well, (laughs) there's not much I can do about that. It's not as if I can push two countries together. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I can bring England, Badley, to within a few miles of the Australian coastline. How? With the boat I've designed, the Titanic 2. Oh, no. Let me start. You know, we're always told we need to preserve the polar ice caps. Polar ice caps? Yeah, treehouse gases and carbon watsits and all that. Well, I say get them melted. Leave the lights on. Turn up the heating. Set the hairdryer to maxi mullet. That's a bit extreme, isn't it? No, it was all the range when I was in the flame medics. Good show, that. Anyway, back to the plan. I can see you're slightly worried, and I'm going to address the question that I know you've got in your head. My question? The polar bears. The ones that have to die. Polar bears? I know it's sad all those polar bears will lose their homes and die, but I promise you, for every polar bear we kill, we'll plant two koalas. The crap coconut oil, you know. Mr. Galar, this really isn't making any sense. Right. With all the extra water from our ship, the Titanic 2, we will be able to drag Australia straight up the ocean, right up to Budley. Oh, right. <laughs> you drag Australia up to the coast of Budley using your ship, the Titanic 2. You're aware of what happened to the first boat, Mr Galar. That's the genius of me plan. It can't hit an iceberg this time because we've already melted the mongrels. My plan is unsinkable. So when do I get my money? Mm. Mr. Galar, this is one of the most imaginative pitches I've ever seen. Thanks. But it's far too big a risk for the Budley Bank to consider. I think some of our investors will be too upset about the ecological damage and the threat to the polar bears. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. I do have another plan. (sighs) Mr. Galar, I, I do have other customers to see. This is foolproof. On an even bigger beer mat this time, so the pictures are even easier for you to follow. A stick man with a bad haircut, a man with big ears, and a spaceship. This is genius. I want ten million pounds to build a replica of the Starship Enterprise so that Dr. Spock can teleport me between Badley and Sunny Creek. You can... Pull your trousers up now, Mr Jennings. So, what is it, Doctor? As we suspected, your hemorrhoids are back again, and they look a little inflamed. Keep the area as clean as possible, and I'll write you a prescription for some cream. Thank you. Apply this cream four times a day, and I feel positive you'll have them under control in a week. Thank you, Dr Jackson. There is one wee thing I'd like to discuss with you before you go. Nothing serious, I hope. It is, I'm afraid. Oh. When I was examining you, I noticed something a little bit disturbing. Really? What is it? Your underwear. My underwear? Aye. Your wife runs have seen better days, haven't they, Mr Jennings? I imagine they were once a pristine white, but now they're a mucky, dirty water grey. I see. The elastic is clearly going, and there appears to be somewhere of the fabric around the crotch. Well, I... uh... As a result of all these NHS cutbacks, I've been forced to change the business model, and offer a few extra services. 
I could certainly help you. You can? I have these new cotton cheeky chappy boxer shorts just in. Designed by Shane Ritchie from the television show Standards. Various colours and designs, these green and brown spotty ones are very popular. They hide a multitude of sins. Yes, well, I normally go to Marks and Spencers. I know what you're thinking. How much do they retail for? Well, you're in luck today. Individually, they're four ninety nine. But as you'll need one for each day of the week, plus a spare for any accidents, I can let you have eight for twenty quid. Seems a bit steep to me. Oh, a haggler. Go on, I'll throw in a pair of socks for you, Mr Jennings. Are you sure you're allowed to do this? Yes, you're fine. It's only a pair of socks. I'll let you into a trade secret. If you had an accident and the ambulance picked you up with the underwear you've currently got on, they won't resuscitate you. No pressure, but it's your existence we're talking about. A life or death decision here. (gasps) Oh, okay. I'd better take them then. That'll be £20. Do you have a bag? No. £20 and five pence then. Thank you. Now, do make an appointment to see me next week. But I thought the piles would have cleared up by then. No, no. It's not about the hemorrhoids. I have some vests that match those pants arriving on Monday. Do what you want to me. I'm not telling you anything. What did he tell you? Nothing. I used every information extraction technique I know. Cattle prod, Chinese burns, and these nipple clamps. Hey, them's my best clothes pegs. I wondered why I couldn't hang up all my bloomers this morning. I tried everything, too. I wrapped my thighs around his neck, blindfolded him, hung him upside down, and climbed him like a rope ladder in my stiletto heels. Strangely, he seemed to be enjoying it. Asked me if I offered the service in a non-interrogation capacity. Tougher than we thought. The great Ymir, did you get any help from the other side? I managed to get deep into his mind. His deep, hidden thoughts. So what did you learn? How to use bolt cutters to get into a shed. How to hotwire a car, and why you should never drop your soap in the prison showers. Nothing about the gnomes? Alas, no. So it's back to the drawing board. Mother, can you guard McMahon while we come up with an exceedingly long-winded but foolproof plan? But I was going to watch my programs. I'll wheel you the television in there if it helps. Ah, you are a good girl. Come on, bring it on. Do your best. You'll get nothing out of me. Oh, calm down. I'm the nice one, remember? I'm just going to sit with you. We can watch my programs. There's a Take the High Road Marathon starting in five minutes. Oh, God. Don't worry. I'll fill you in so far. Mrs. Mack and Fiona were in the shop when a gust of wind blew Mrs. Mack's hat off. And then the dog, you know, Eric Ross's Labradoodle, ate the box of fireworks just as Isabel bought that sofa from me. Enough. I can't take any more. I'll tell you everything. Just don't make me watch this. Who's been bringing in the gnomes? I don't know his name. He's called Mr. Big, but I'll get my orders from Sticky Susan. By day, she works at B&Q, on the solvents and adhesives aisle. In the evening, she's a madam who runs seedy massage parlour called Sticky Sheets on Little Mix Lane. Or so I've been told. 
Maybe one of the clients is this Mr. Big we are looking for. What we need is someone to go and work undercover in the parlor. A fearless but strong woman who will make sacrifices, gathering information whilst taking one for the team. And I know just the woman for the job. Yes? Mother, I've got a job for you. You're going to go undercover in the seedy backstreet massage parlor. Oh. All right, son. But I've got delicate fingers, you know. Yes, yes. You need to get started as soon as possible. We have no time to lose. Oh, okay. I might need some practice with the old massaging. I know. Micmac, get your clothes off. I can practice on you. I'll be finished watching our Take the High Road Marathon. So, young Daniel, your parents have asked me to work with you on mathematics, so what better place to improve your skills than here? At the supermarket. Now, Daniel, let's have a look at this special offer here. Biscuits. Yeah, the Jeffrey cakes are on two for one. But the chocolate hobnobs are buy one, get one free. Now, my boy, which is the better deal? They're like both the same. No, 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 my dear boy. No wonder the dancer's hat sits firmly upon your head. Did Noah care if he got two animals for the price of one? Or did he buy one and get the other one free? I'm confused. And that's why, for £25 an hour, I'm here. The correct answer is, buy one, get one free. Oh, right. Now, my boy, put that packet of hobnobs in your rucksack. That one, and that one, and that one. Oh, look, the salmon's in the same deal, too. Put those in your pocket, and those, and this ketchup. Are you sure? Yes, yes. Now take that bag of sugar, a couple of frozen chickens, some washing powder too, that's also on the buy one get one free offer. Mr Sheridan, my bag's really heavy and I can hardly move because my pockets are crammed full of tins. Now that's the problem with your generation, my boy. Very unfit. It's all processed foods, refined sugar and celebrity juice. This will make a man of you, my boy. Ah. Now one last bit of maths for you, linked to physical activity. I want to time you doing some running. Running? Yes. I'll see on your marks, get set, go, and you run as fast as you can through the exit and up to my house. But... The but, key is not to stop. I may test you with the odd distraction, say an alarm going off or a security guard chasing after you, but it's just to see how fast you can get to my front door. But, Mr Sheridan, it's dealing, sir. I'll get into trouble. Ah... Well, that's where my mathematical knowledge comes into its forte. I have carefully selected only the free products on the buy one, get one free range. You can't be arrested for stealing something that's free, can you? Fresh air, water, electricity siphoned off from the next door neighbours. All the free things I enjoy without breaking the law. But, but... Now channel your inner Usain Bolt. On your marks... Get set. Mr Sheridan, is that you? It's me. Bev McAndrews. You used to chew to me about 30 years ago. Oh, yes, thick as a brick, Bev. I remember. Look, Daniel, another of my former pupils. I ran course to go to university till I started working with you. Failed every exam and ended up here working in a dead-end job. Stacking shelves and mopping the floors. 
Is this true, sir? Of course not, my boy. Thick as a brick Bev here didn't have the brains. And what about me brother? Hmm? He went to a young offenders because of you. Frank? You remember him? Yes, Fatty Frank. Wasn't my fault he couldn't hide properly. Hide? Why did he have to hide? Mr Sheridan convinced him he were playing a game of hide and seek in Marks and Spencers. He'd stuffed over 70 quid's worth of goods into Frank's pockets and bag and told him to go and hide in the car park. Security caught him and he's been in and out of prison ever since. That's what you're doing now, isn't it? That's why you've stuffed my bag full of things. Mr Sheridan? Mr Sheridan, where are you going? I'll start the running, my boy. Look how easy it is. I'll see you next week for another excellent educational experience. This has been Welcome to Budley, written and directed by Mal Carrat. It starred in alphabetical order. Mal Carrat, Dylan Carrat, Craig Dealey, Stephanie Lee, Jeannie McGuinness, Ryan Oates, Omre Rose and Wayne Russell. It was produced and edited for Cornucopia Radio by Peter Beeston. This work is released under a Creative Commons agreement. For more information, visit us online at cornucopia-radio.co.uk.